When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good afternoon, everybody, uneducated economist here. So many times on this channel, I have talked about Cantillon's essay on economic theory and what the effects of new money coming into the system will do to the economy. And now mainly when this new money pours into the system, the people who have access to that money, they get to spend it at face value. But by the time it gets to the end of the line, the people who have last access to this money, they're the ones who suffer the most with higher prices and their wages haven't gone up. Now, I have a New York Times article that I'm going to leave down in the description for you guys that describes this almost perfectly. Like the, the conditions that a lot of people are, are facing right now with their wages not going up enough to keep up with inflation really tells a lot of the same story that Cantillon was telling when you have new money coming into the system. And now in Cantillon's essay, I believe it was chapter 8, uh, further reflections of the increase and decrease to money to us of money into a state. If you read that particular chapter, you're going to find that it is very telling to, like I said, to the very conditions that we are experiencing right now. And now if you look at the article, some of the things that they are talking about in this article is how the inflation that people are experiencing, the price inflation, <clears throat> And how these prices go up affects the lower income the most because really they don't have any way of adjusting. Like if you have a decent income, then you can adjust like say going from a name brand down to a generic brand. Or if you happen to have enough savings, you can just kind of absorb the increased costs and just say, oh, well, it's a bummer. Things have gotten expensive. But it doesn't really change your spending habits. It just kind of shifts them around a little bit. On the lower end, the lower income earners, they have to adjust what they buy. Like they may be forced to buy gas and electricity and all the other stuff for living like rent, but then they have to back off on things like medical treatments or food or stuff that are like, even though they're necessities, they may have to adjust how much they eat or how much medical attention they get. And so this is like where the suffering really begins for the lower income. Now, something I found interesting in this article is they talk about how the top two-fifths of the income distribution, I think is the way they refer to it as, but I guess the top two-fifths of wage earners or income make up 60% of the spending. Now, this is something interesting to think about because they make up 60% of the spending, and this is the rich. You got to think about, like, these are the people who have first access to the money and are spending it at face value, and they really don't care about the same things that the lower income care about. And what I guess I mean by that is that if gas, if gas goes up, they think, oh, well, just have to budget a little bit more for our vacation. But it doesn't deter them from driving. Where on the lower scale, it does deter them from driving. And on the lower scale, the bottom two-fifths of wage earners make up like 22% of the spending out there. So the top two fists who really don't care as much as the bottom two make up 60% of the spending. Now you have to think, okay, well, what is it the Federal Reserve is trying to do in order to bring down this inflation, right? This price inflation that we're experiencing. Well, they're trying to lift interest rates to slow down the consumer. 
And now you think about it, if you're trying to slow down the consumer, which, which consumer is actually slowing down? Is it the two-fifths of the, of the highest wage earners who make up 60% of the spending? Or are they slowing down the bottom two-fifths of the wage earners who make up 20% or 22% of the, of the spending? You see who's getting hit hardest here? It's that bottom two-fifths. They're the ones who suffer the most with it. And they only make up 22% of the spending. So the efforts coming from the Federal Reserve are really bypassing the rich who make up most of the spending and hitting the lowest income wage earners the most. And this is part of the Cantillon effect. Now, if you listen to Cantillon or if you read that essay, the way he talks about it is that as this new money comes into the system, the people who have first access to that money, they get to spend it at face value. And then at the end of the line, the people who have last access, they suffer the most with low wages and higher prices on all the goods they buy. But now what ends up really taking place is that the rich or the people, I shouldn't say the rich, but the people who have first access to the money, whether they're rich or not, but the people who have first access to the money, they don't want, really want to spend that money on higher priced goods. They don't like as the inflation starts to kick in because of this new money coming in, they don't want to spend it on higher priced goods. What they end up doing is they want to spend it on luxurious, luxurious items and they will seek out foreign competition to try and compete with the domestic manufacturers that are providing that same luxurious good here in the United States or wherever the new state of new money coming in. So as this inflation begins to kick in and causing the prices to go up, ever increasing amounts of foreign competition start coming into that particular region that has that new money coming in. And that starts driving out the domestic manufacturing, including the jobs and the people who work those jobs, they end up suffering from this new money coming in. So you can really see it. Just go and read that article and you can see how the prices have increased, but the wages haven't kept up. This is definitely the Cantillon effect taking place right here within this article. And you can just see it clearly as day when you when you go through some of the descriptions of what they're talking about the people's experiences like they have some people who are really low wage earners talking about how they're suffering with the idea that they aren't able to buy as much food and then you have other people who are the higher wage in income earners and they're talking about how it doesn't really slow them down as far as how much spending they're going to do so now I think back to what the Federal Reserve is going to do as far as lifting interest rates, it's going to start causing a lot of pain within the economy, right? It causes a lot of pain to the people as they are suffering with higher interest payments on those assets they are purchasing, whether it be cars or houses or whatever it is. But we already know that the rich don't mind so much and the poor, they're the ones who are going to suffer the most from this. So really, the Federal Reserve is not going to damage the rich as much as they are going to really inflict some serious pain upon the poor people or the lowest income wage earners is what I should say. Cause like, I think about like, when you think about poor people, like I almost think about the homeless and they're not really affected by it at all. Like they may want to get into a house, but if they didn't have the ability to get into a house before all the housing prices and everything went up, then most likely they're probably not going to get into one now. So like homeless probably don't feel the effects nearly as bad as the lowest income wage earners. And that's really where the damage starts to begin. Because if they can't make their payments, if they can't eat food, if they can't buy energy, then they end up getting booted out of their house or they find another way to live. Because trying to basically make ends meet every single day of your life and you're still falling further and further behind, that is damaging to not only to your like psyche, just to your mental health of it, but it's also damaging in the sense that you're never not able to pro 
progress, like you're not able to save for the future. And at some point, you find yourself in a very bad position in which that you're later on in life with no retirement and no savings and no property and nothing out there because you were never able to keep up with the fact that your wages never kept up with the inflation due to the fact that this new money kept pouring in. The only thing about this new money pouring in is that at some point, it will turn off. And when it turns off, everybody falls into poverty as the domestic manufacturing had pretty much been shipped overseas and there's really no real form of production taking place within, with, well, I guess I'm more describing the United States than I am necessarily the Cantillon effect. But that's really what we're going to experience here in the United States is the fact that we are not a manufacturing-based economy. And if you cannot sell your debt, like the U.S. Treasuries, if we have trouble selling those things into the future or the Federal Reserve goes into such mon monetary policy printing and buying those treasuries that it devalues the dollar enough, then everybody ends up getting screwed in the end. So right now, I feel the Federal Reserve is going to go into that quantitative tightening. They are going to try and reel in some of the irrational exuberance that has taken place out there in like the stock market, the housing market, all that stuff. But as they try to reel in this irrational exuberance, it's not going to necessarily hurt the rich, but definitely cause some serious pain amongst uh, on, on the lower wa wage earner, <laughs> on the lower wage income earners. All right. Uneducated economist, you guys let me know.